Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, today I want to base our sermon on Psalm 46, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, and, and uh, Martin Luther's hymn. But before I do that, I want to talk about uh, all, all the things to be scared of in this world. Um, and there's a lot of traditions that come that are packed with Halloween and October 31st. It is the night of the devil, Halloween, and, and it, it's all built upon paganism and, and Satanism and the occult, and these, are, these uh, traditions are centuries years old, hundreds of years old, uh, the pumpkins and the costumes and the bobbing for apples and the trick-or-treating has been around for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years built upon satanic pagan tradition. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't dress up. I'm not saying you shouldn't go trick-or-treating because that's not what it's about. I want to explain. So should we be against Halloween? Halloween's just a day. Do you realize Halloween is powerless? And so we consider our theme. Halloween is powerless because a mighty fortress is our God. You know, I talk with people, I talk with my confirmation kids, and just kids in general, and they get all spooky. They get all spooked when you start talking about the devil, and you show them pictures like this, and we think we don't want to show them the devil. They'll get scared, and they do. They do get scared, and, and uh, they get all spooked by the, the pagan things, satanic things, dark things, the evil practices of the world uh, built around Halloween. And, and they get scared of all the different faces that are out there. And, and then they start to cry about it. <laughs> hundreds of years ago, hundreds of years ago today, as pagans celebrated festivals, they celebrated, you know, pagans may not believe in God, but they still celebrated, they still celebrate festivals. Uh, they worship their satanic forces as much as we worship our God. And they, these festivals are built around solar holidays and, and uh, the solar calendar. And that's why on October 31st, uh, daylight's savings time, that the pagans believe that the dead souls of the wicked would come back on that night to haunt the earth. And that the witches and the warlocks and those satanic people here on earth are able to communicate with the dead. Scary stuff. And many Halloween traditions come from all that scariness. The, the Celts, uh, uh, who were pagans, the Celts were the pagans of the British Isles. And uh, again, October 31st was their summer, the end of their summer ritual. And it was time to appease the gods of the dead. And so the, the Celts would ward off evil spirits. To ward off these evil spirits that would hurt them, uh, they would hollow out uh, uh, turnips or they would ho hollow out gourds, squash, pumpkins. Um, they'd put a scary face on it to scare away the evil spirits. And they'd put a candle inside. Descendants of the Irish... The Celts, uh, uh, descendants of the Celts, the Irish people, uh, gave 
this practice the name jack-o'-lantern because of a, a scary tradition of a man named Irish Jack. And Irish Jack was a guy that apparently made trick the devil. He tricked the devil to climb up a tree, and then he put a cross on the tree, and the devil couldn't come down, and the devil got mad at him. And in, uh, before he let him down, he promised that he would never, that the devil had to promise he wouldn't take him to hell when he died. Well, when, when Jack died, uh, because he was a flanderer and because he was such an evil man, God didn't let him into heaven. Satan wouldn't let him into hell. And so Jack was left to wander on the face of the earth as a, as a ghost, as a, a spook. And of course, as he left hell, uh, Satan threw an ember at him, the ember from hell. And he took that ember and he caught it with his hand and he put it in his jack-o'-lantern. And so there you have all that scary stuff, isn't it? It's all scary and it's all terrifying. And then the, 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 the Celts had a practice of dressing up. And you dress up in, in, so that the, these evil spirits wouldn't know who you were. They dress up so they, they wouldn't recognize you. And then they, on this night when the dead would come to haunt people and to hurt people, they wouldn't recognize you and wouldn't be able to find you and wouldn't be able to hurt you. And so you dressed up so that they could not harm you. Well, Halloween's still celebrated today, isn't it? All this scary stuff. It's lifted up. We have, we have more decorations, it seems, sometimes at Halloween than we do now at Christmas. Instead of lighting our houses with the light of Christ and, and putting up, you know, there, there's all kinds of pagan traditions and, 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 and things that don't have anything to do with Jesus. And, and, of course, then you have all the Halloween decorations. Did you know that uh, Halloween is the sixth most, uh, uh, the holiday where uh, alcohol consumption the sixth highest? Number one's, uh, of course, the Super Bowl, but, uh, and then New Year's Eve. And then New Year's Eve. But Halloween's right up there. But that's not why we're against Halloween. You know, Halloween is, is that time where, again, it's still a time where the pagans, witches, all the people who practice dark magic, October 31st is still their high festival. It is their day of darkness. The day that they believe evil reigns. The day that they believe that they have all power. That they have all might. Kind of scary stuff. But should we as Christians respond to all this Halloween stuff and all this scary stuff with fear? I liked what the kids said. Should you be scared? No. <laughs> and they're right. How do we Christians respond to all this? We respond to it as a day, as, as, as it is any day. It's just another day our Lord has made. Let us rejoice and, and celebrate in it. There's nothing to be scared of. There's nothing to fear. With all this darkness, it's just another day. Nothing more, nothing less. Another day to live in the grace of God. Another day where a mighty fortress is our God. He's still our Lord. He's still our God and this dark world cannot overcome us. In the presence of evil, Martin Luther would have us live not in fear, but by faith, and we need to teach this to our children. You know, our, our kids, when we talk about Halloween, there are scary things, and we need to teach our kids 
that uh, about all these scary things of Halloween, should we teach them to be scared, to be terrified of all the faces, of the ghosts that are wandering around, of all the demons? No, you want your kids to respond by faith, don't you? Did you know fear is sin? Because we don't trust God. We want our kids to have faith, to live without fear. There is nothing to be scared of. I remember as a kid in high school, and we would always kind of drive around on Halloween. We'd go looking for the houses that were reported and rumored to be haunted. These were terrifying-looking homes. And, and uh, I remember one time we, we had to drive up a long driveway. It's just like you see on TV, a winding road, all dead trees and overgrown. And, and we all swore we saw a ghost. Scared the living daylights out of us. Should we have been scared? Should we have been terrified? Do you think we saw something that we had that we really needed to be worried about? Of course not. Satan and his horde of demons have been defeated. They've lost the fight. They've lost the battle. They do not win. Still, when Christians talk about Satan, and they don't like talking about Satan, when we talk about his power, when we talk about his kingdom, when we talk about his darkness, Christians get scared. They don't like talking about scary things. I guess it's because I'm not sure that we think God is powerful enough to overcome them. It seems as though we're worried Satan might somehow get us. Or that he might be able to conquer us. No, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And that's why Martin Luther wrote a hymn, A Mighty Fortress. He wrote, Though devils all the world should fill, these devils all eager to devour us, we tremble not, we fear no ill, they cannot overpower us. And we sing it with such fervor, we sing it with such faith. And then death comes, or trials come, or burdens come, and then, then we whimper, and we, and we shrink, and we forget that our God is a mighty fortress. We don't have to worry about the devil. He's been defeated. The whole herd of, whole horde of demons conquered. Why should we fear such an evil foe? According to a mighty fortress, Martin Luther writes, But for us fights the valiant one, Jesus Christ, whom God himself elected. You ask who this may be? Well, the Lord of hosts is he, Christ Jesus, mighty Lord, God's only Son adored. He holds the field victorious. Do you believe that? Do you believe that he's victorious? That you have nothing to worry about? It is the Lord our Savior Jesus Christ who conquered Satan. We have nothing to fear. Not the devil, nor any of his days. According to Hebrews chapter (coughs) 2, the devil delights, he screeches in delight over laughter with sinners who are caught in their sin. They're not terrified by their sin. They're scared of the devil, but they're they're not scared of their sin. And did you read what we read early, early on? It said, Dear Lord, Martin Luther wrote, Let me be horrified over sin. 
and regard it very serious. What I should be terrified about is the sin in me. Not the power of Satan and not any, not any kingdom of darkness, but my own sin, my own condemnation. But we worry about the devil. And Hebrews 2 says that, that the devil laughs of people who are so scared of him that they're not scared of their sin. And they're cursed. And they're stuck in death. Do you know people are scared of dying? Maybe you're scared of dying. Do you know death is an enemy? Do you know Jesus conquered Satan? Did you have any idea that Jesus conquered death? Does that come as new news to you? That the grave was empty, his body rose... That's not new news to you. You know that he conquered sin. You know he conquered Satan. Jesus conquered the grave. And then we have Reformation to celebrate all that. There's nothing to fear. Because Jesus became a curse for us. The Bible says, Cursed be everyone who does not keep the law of God. That's terrifying. Everyone who does not keep the law of God will be cursed. Humans are held bondage. Satan wraps them up. He puts them in chains because we're sinners and we can't be free. That's what I did to the kids. It's terrifying. God clearly said the soul that sins will surely die. That's the curse of death. And Satan laughs with glee that we're trapped. That's scary stuff. Death is our enemy. Sin is our enemy. And I've seen people die in fear. Christians die in fear. They're terrified. But what defense does a Christian have against death? What defense does a Christian have against Satan? What defense does a Christian have against the grave and against sin? Are we helpless? Martin Luther gives us this assurance. But for us fights the valiant one whom God himself elected. God the Father chose his only only son to come and do what only he could do. To do battle with the devil. Face to face. To defeat him. But it would not be easy. It would require the life of God's own son. Jesus put himself in harm's way so we would not be harmed in the battle. Oh, it was a dangerous journey. And we are very much in danger. And that's why Jesus came. God the Son came to be a curse for us. He came to put the curse of death upon himself. He came to conquer the curse. And Paul talked about this. He wrote, Cursed be everyone who does not abide by all the things that are written in the book of the law. If you don't keep the Ten Commandments, if you don't keep all the rules of God, you will die. If you're not perfect, you're going to die. No one is justified before God by the law, but the righteous will live by faith. And that's why Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who who hangs on a tree. And that's a center belief of our Christian faith. Jesus Christ came to set us free. 
free from sin, free from the devil, free from his power, free from death. We have been justified, declared innocent, declared holy, and we live by the blood of Christ, all sins forgiven, set free from the curse so that you can learn to live for your Savior. And so what power does Satan have over you? I mean, really, what power does Satan have over you? Name one thing that he can hold against you. Name one thing that hasn't been defeated in the blood of Christ. Yeah, sure, Halloween can be scary. And it's sure the sin in us can be scary. And to be sure, we should be worried about that sin in us. But Satan, sin, the dark arts, they may be scary, but we Christians are taught to live securely. We Christians are taught to trust in our God. He is a mighty fortress. He is strong to save. And we do not fear. And we teach that to our children. You have a God. Don't be, don't be afraid. Put your faith into practice. You have nothing to fear. Martin Luther used Psalm 46 to talk about all this in his hymn, A Mighty Fortress. And what does Psalm 46 say? Therefore, we will not fear. And Listen to Martin Luther's words in verse 3, the one we didn't sing of A Mighty Fortress. In the face of the devil, in the face of all the, the ghoulish uh, uh, pictures that we see and the, and the costumes we see and the ghosts and the goblins and the witches, we sing. As Christians, in the face of all that, though devils all the world should fill, all eager to devour us. Even then, even as they are said to do on Halloween, we tremble not, we have no fear. Even as we Christians dress up and go trick-or-treating and make fun of all those defeated things, we tremble not, we fear no ill. We Christians sing. Go ahead, witches, cast your spells. Deeds of darkness, demons, do your thing. You can harm me none. Your judge, the deed is done. Oh, the world's prince may still scowl fierce as he will. He may howl, the devil may cause all kinds of trouble. He may even frighten you with tragedy and disease and death and pain and torment. And so much of the torment in the world we blame to God. Lord, why have you tormented me? When the torment comes from the devil and his kingdom. On the one hand, the Bible tells us Satan is defeated, but on the other hand, the Bible tells us Satan is a terrible foe. You don't take him lightly. The old evil foe, Martin Luther wrote, now means deadly woe. On earth is not and was not his equal, and the world's prince may still scowl fierce as he will. Oh, he still scowls fierce. He still lives in the domain of this dark world, the Bible says. 
Ephesians 6, 12 says, we're still at war for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. These spiritual evil forces still bring suffering. These spiritual evil forces still bring pain. They still bring tragedy and death. And Luther recognized these spiritual forces of wickedness. And they're powerful enough to take our goods, our fame, our child, our life. But one little word can fell him. One little word brings Satan whimpering to his knees. And that word is Christ. When tempted in the wilderness by Satan, after the 40 days had ended, do you remember how long Satan hung around when Jesus said, Depart from me, Satan. Satan left so fast he forgot his pitchfork. The victory is ours. Why? Because, as Martin Luther writes, they yet have nothing won. God's kingdom, ours, remaineth. And so let paganism have her things. Let them have all those traditions, all the scary things. Fear not. Now Satan may boast, he may howl, the kingdom of darkness may brag of its power, but we know and we remember Luther's words, they yet have nothing won. And so we say to Satan and all his spiritual thugs, this is not your night. We concede nothing to you, nothing. You are defeated. You are powerless. God is our mighty fortress. He is our shield and weapon, and He has redeemed us by His blood, and we are, we are we're victorious over sin, death, and the devil. Yes, even on Halloween. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.